Hey, I'm Emily Duncan Wilson, and I'm the producer of Classical Sprouts. If you love this podcast as much as we do, please donate to help Sprouts continue to grow. Go to classicalsprouts.org slash donate. Thanks. We're on a quest in a mythical land between the sun and the moon, filled with magic, princes and princesses, serpents, queens, bird catchers, and flutes. Today on... Classical Sprouts! Welcome to Classical Sprouts, the awesome classical music podcast for kids. I'm Kate Botello, and today we're going to talk about Mozart's The Magic Flute through the eyes of everyone's favorite goofy bird catcher, Papageno. But first, let's start with a Quizlet question. We're focusing on a bird catcher called Papageno today, but there is a type of bird called a papagallo in Italian. What kind of bird is it? What kind of bird is called a papagallo? We'll give you a hint along the way, so stick around for the rest of the show, and we'll tell you the answer. The Magic Flute was written by Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart and made its debut in Vienna, Austria in 1791. That makes it more than 230 years old. The Magic Flute was the last opera Mozart composed. While it is an opera, it's actually a specific type of opera, called a Singspiel, meaning it alternates between musical numbers and scenes with talking, just like a Broadway musical. It's full of memorable melodies, fairy tale adventures, and a lot of fun special effects. Because the Magic Flute has several storylines and lots of characters and can get really confusing, we're going to focus on just one character today, Papageno the Birdcatcher. Papageno is kind of a goofy, nice guy who really just wants to find love. He's helping out a prince named Tamino, who's on a quest to win the hand of a princess, and they have to overcome many obstacles or challenges on their way. Through tests of good and evil, right and wrong, Papageno is alongside Tamino as they go on their journey. When Papageno first appears on stage, he's dressed as a bird, and he describes himself as a bird catcher in his famous aria, Der Vogelfanger bin ich ja, which means, I am the bird catcher. Listen for his magic flute. I set my nets against the sky, I call the birds and down they So why does Prince Tamino have Papageno with him? Well, Tamino thinks that Papageno saved him from a serpent. But here's the thing. He did not. Now, Papageno knows that it's not true, but allows Tamino to think it is because it makes him look good. He even pretends that he killed the serpent with his bare hands. But because boasting and lying isn't very nice... 
three magical women appear and put a padlock on Papageno's mouth as a reminder to not tell lies. What do you think that sounds like? Maybe what you'd sound like if you tried to sing an aria with your mouth padlocked shut. These attendants who padlocked Papageno's mouth are actually the ones who killed the serpent. So as a consequence for Papageno's lie, they assign him to be Tamino's helper and companion on the quest. And what exactly is this quest? Well, like in a lot of fairy tales, Tamino is supposed to rescue the princess, Pamina. Now at this point in the opera, Tamino and Papageno have split up to try to cover more ground as they search for Pamina. Papageno ends up fighting her first, and he tells Pamina that Tamino is on his way to rescue her. Pamina is understandably happy that Tamino is coming to her rescue, and together with Papageno, she sings A Man in Search of Truth and Beauty. If you think about it, that actually applies to both Tamino and Papageno. Remember that even though Papageno is kind of goofy, he is lovable. And that's what he's searching for. He just wants somebody to love and to love him back. Sprouts, we're about to take a break, but make sure you come back to find out if they end up rescuing Pamina or if Papageno ever finds his own love. During the break, make sure to follow us and rate us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you always know when a new episode's available and so more Sprouts like you can find out about us. We also have a link on our website, classicalsprouts.org, where you can watch a full production of The Magic Flute. Stick around, Sprouts. We'll see you after the break. This is my voice. It can tell you a lot about me, and I'm not changing it for anyone. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of NPR episodes centered on the Black experience. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get podcasts. Sprouts. At the beginning of the episode, I asked you which kind of bird is called a papagallo. Now, here's a hint. They are very colorful, often looking like a rainbow, and they have a curved beak. Any guesses? Stick around for the end of the show, and we'll tell you the answer.
Before the break, we met Papageno, the goofy bird catcher in search of love, Tamino, the prince on the quest to rescue Pamina, and Papageno found her, and they sang an aria about love. Hooray! Well, we're back on the quest now, and after singing, Papageno and Pamina escape and are on their way to rejoin Tamino. But they are captured along the way, along with Tamino, and now the villain Sarastro wants to punish them. Sarastro gives Tamino a new quest. He must now undergo a series of trials, of tests, to prove himself worthy of Pamina's love. Okay, now at this point, we're going to hit the fast-forward button through all kinds of layers of the story. Remember how Papageno got in trouble at the beginning for telling lies, and he got his mouth padlocked shut? Well, now he gets in trouble again, because he was supposed to stay silent, but couldn't stop talking. Oh, Papageno. When he has to explain himself in front of a council of priests, he confesses to them that he is just looking for a wife. Suddenly, an old woman appears, and she says that if Papageno doesn't promise to marry her, he will be imprisoned forever. Oh, tell me you'll marry me. Marry you? Otherwise, they'll lock you up forever, all on your own. Faced with the choice of prison or being married to an old woman, Papageno says he'll marry her, but privately tells the audience only until something better comes along. All right. All right. I might as well marry an old bag like you's than have nobody at all. Can't you promise to be faithful to me? Yes, until I get a better offer. Now, all of a sudden, the old woman changes form into a younger, more beautiful woman. Named, of course, Papagena. Papageno is instantly in love, but the council of priests tells him he is not yet worthy of her. Some more stuff happens in the opera, but since we're following Papageno, we fast forward once again, and we end up with Papageno, who thinks he has lost Papagena for good. He is so sad, and he thinks there is no hope, and he just feels like life isn't worth living without Papagena. He's visited by some child spirits who tell him to ring some magic bells he was given at the beginning of the quest, and that the sound of the bells will summon Papagena. He does so. He does it. And as soon as he rings the bells, Papagena reappears. They are both overjoyed, and they sing a song full of bird-like courting sounds as they plan their future together. This is, like, the cutest thing. Will you stay with me forever? Yes, I'll stay with you forever. Not last, we'll be together. Two little lovebirds of one fair 
episode, I asked you, which kind of bird is called a papagallo in Italian? And I gave you the hint that they have feathers in all the colors in the rainbow and have a beak that curves down like a hook. I'll give you another hint. They can talk. <laughs> you think you know? Drum roll, please. A parrot! Papagallo is the Italian word for parrot, and they come in many different colors and are super vibrant. And when they eat, they taste with the roof of their mouth instead of their tongue. I wonder if Papageno has ever met any papagallos. All righty, Sprouts, thanks so much for going on a quest with Papageno with me today. We've got some more fun facts about the Magic Flute on our website at classicalsprouts.org, so be sure to check us out there and follow us on Instagram at Classical Sprouts. We share things there that we don't cover on the podcast, so make sure to check it out. This episode of Classical Sprouts was written and produced by Emily Duncan Wilson with support from Amanda Sewell. Our digital content manager is Casey Brown. I'm Kate Botello. Auf Wiedersehen!